0: Hello there, and welcome to uh, another Google Plus Community Hangout uh, for the San Diego Comic Con. It's a pleasure to have you here. I do have a view account. I do know that we have one or two people watching live. Thank you very much indeed for uh, taking part and uh, joining in. Um, We have got ourselves um, a bit of a monitor of the um, comments that are happening on the uh, Google Plus page on the, in the community, but also on the YouTube channel as well. It's only going to be a short 15, 20-minute conversation, but please do contribute if you want to. We are welcoming along, again, um, our representative from uh, Comic-Con International, David Glanzer. Once again, thank you very much indeed, David, for your uh, for your time. Thank you very always
1: much a pli- Always Always a pleasure to be here.
0: Thank you. Um, right, well, the conversation is regarding the um, recent announcement on October 11th of the Coastal Commission Commission approval of the expansion project to the San Diego uh, Convention Center. Now obviously this is extremely exciting for uh, Comic-Con and for the fans, uh, for the expanded space and for the um, opportunities that that provides uh, Comic-Con to expand in the future. Um, You were in the room. When that meeting took place, and indeed you spoke as a, a project
1: supporter what was the uh, the atmosphere in the room like it was uh, overwhelmingly positive the uh, uh, labor unions and uh, civic leaders uh, got together and really uh, brought in a lot of people to support the project uh, the coastal commission is uh, Basically, there's a. If you saw any of the video, you see it's a. It's a table of of a, of a lot of commissioners who listen to basically public input, and uh, everyone can arrive in the morning and, and ask for a slip to speak. And I think they had upwards of 300 or more slips of, uh, uh, of, you know, requests for 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 comment. Um, They kind of pared that down a bit because there were some organizations that had a lot of people who wanted to speak on it, so toward the end of the day, they asked those people to maybe consolidate their comments. But the the, the comments were overwhelmingly positive uh, in favor of an Expanded Convention Center. There were some concerns from a couple of people, but for the most part, it was uh, overwhelmingly positive. And in the end, uh, as you said, the Coastal Commission not only approved the project, Uh, But did so unanimously.
0: Well, that's the thing. Because leading up to the actual um, meeting, there was a lot of talk about um, possible objections, possible um, negative statements coming towards the uh, convention. Did any of that come to light at any? It
1: it did. There were, you know, there were concerns from uh, uh, some, uh, a couple of people. I don't think there were more than really a handful of uh, people who objected. And uh, the, you know, I, I was never, we were never really intimately involved in the whole process, but uh, from what we heard and what I heard that day, it sounds like the, the powers that be that were in charge of um, designing or putting forth the, the new proposal took a lot of those considerations uh, to heart and tried to... Um, Mitigate some of those concerns. So I think in the end, the convention the, uh, commission uh, decided that you know their concerns were addressed and that it was uh, appropriate to move forward with the, the expansion as far as they were concerned. Excellent.
0: Now the the, co- the convention plans. I mean, obviously, this conversation is going to be very much about how uh, the. Um, the attendees have taken to the expansion and also the concerns they've got in terms of the building plans, uh, the design, the timetable as it were, and um, that's pretty much, I don't want to go into too much about um, what CCI's plans are, certainly in the long term and beyond 2016, but um, obviously uh, one or two questions have come in from the, the page so I'll, I'll try and fill them, fit those in. Sure. Uh, what co- what uh, communication did you have with the Convention Centre in terms of the design because while Comic-Con is not the only con there it does have rather specific
1: needs I mean the the center uh, you know uh, was very good about keeping abreast of of the designs that they were putting forth Uh, I don't know that we were ever actually asked for our input and I don't know that it would be appropriate really for us to do that the the fact of the matter is we are a tenant as are many others granted we are um, probably the largest tenant of that facility but you know, I think any expansion we were looking forward to as being a, a, a positive step forward. But it's really important to mention that it's not only for Comic-Con, which I think a lot of people assume that <laughs> once this expansion goes through, then Comic-Con will be here forever. You know, that's the, the truth of the matter is this expansion is good for the city. It's, it allows the city to uh, now compete with... Um, other cities along the coast of California, along the West Coast, to, to compete for larger events. But not only that, it allows San Diego now to hold smaller concurrent conventions and events uh, that could keep the facility occupied, uh, people in hotel rooms and restaurants filled. So it really, it really is a good thing for the city, I think, and I think it'll benefit us not only with the not only with large conventions and events, but the smaller ones as well. But there are still, you know, hurdles that we have to, to to overcome, as you know, I think there are a couple of lawsuits right now about the, the about how the the, the project is funded. Yeah, you you can and,
0: be, you uh, beat you me, me to that. I was going to bring that up. Well, okay. let's launch straight into that. I mean, um, what was uh, CCI's take on that
1: lawsuit? I mean, um, we you know we really we really stay out of it all. To be honest with you, you know what? Uh, believe it or not, our decisions uh, <clears throat> to remain in San Diego for the short term, anyhow really don't take into consideration the expansion. I know that sounds odd, but with the last mayor, with the convention center, with the city and with the local hoteliers, we've been able to utilize outdoor spaces as you know from uh, your visit to San Diego. So while we would probably have benefited from an expansion five or eight years ago, that hasn't occurred. But we've been able to go ahead and at least maintain uh, an attendance of about 130,000 people uh, utilize ballrooms and area hotels park space across the street and as it stands now even if everything goes smoothly with an expansion I don't know when when they'll break ground or when that facility will be completed so we have to look not at what we're going to do with an expanded convention center we need to look in the short term You can't even plan
0: around it at this point.
1: Exactly. Well, that's the thing. Is it possible to stay in San Diego knowing we don't have additional space and in fact may lose space because when they do the addition to the facility, they're going to have to attach it to the facility. So we're going to lose uh, some meeting rooms. So we have to determine, A, uh, can we stay here with with those constraints for the short term? Uh, B, uh, you know, can we still utilize space outdoors and at hotels? And, and probably one of the most important things is can we keep uh, hotel room rates, you know, at a competitive level? Be- because as you know, Comic-Con is an incredibly popular event in San Diego. And, um, you know, I think if hotel room rates skyrocket, it may prohibit regular attendees from attending. And that would be a very bad thing.
0: Well, of course, that's how they're in, uh, intending to um, fund the expansion with the uh, additional t- uh, tax um, rate that they're um, adding um, to the hotels. Uh, in the as area. I
1: understand it, as I understand it, there's a there's a myriad of funding a myriad of funding. I can't think of the words right now. Groups or or methods or, or you know of, of doing that, and one of them is this. Uh, this levy that I think the hotels will be be uh, uh, putting on, you know, people who stay at hotels, and as I understand it, it's graduated so that those hotels that are uh, closest to the center will pay uh, a higher rate than those that are farther out. But again, that's something that we really don't get involved with, and I know only about that from what I read. You know, okay, way.
0: well let, let's let's have a let's look at kind of the the dream scenario, and certainly from the convention center, the dream scenario is. But their intention is to break ground come um, late 2014. So that would be after Comic Con uh, next year. Um, does Comic Con have in place, oh, well, is there, first of all, is there a, a timetable that has been determined by the Convention Centre about what parts they're going to start working on uh, first? And w- <laughs> what, when do you start planning around that?
1: Well, that's a, good, that's a great question, and, and the the honest answer is I really don't know. I think until such time as uh, everything has been um, adjudicated, uh, I think it's going to be really difficult for the Center to put forth any kind of timeline because we just don't know. No. And as far as San Diego, uh, Comic-Con is concerned, I think the same thing is true. We, You know, the ability to go ahead and plan um, months or years in advance we just what we're going to have to do is plan as if there is no convention center because right now there there's no expansion because right now there is no expansion and our task is going to be to see uh, how much of those bombs we can use at the area hotels are the area hotels willing to you know, continue to offer competitive rates uh, can we use park space things of that nature I think if we can solve those problems uh, it'll be good that we'll stay here uh, if we can't, you know, some some people have suggested maybe we we, we leave San Diego for a few years until the expansion happens. Well, we
0: that was that was going to be the the, the next question because um, obviously uh, Comic Con is um, uh, contracted or scheduled to stay at the convention center till uh, 2016, um, I believe. Um, the the plans. Certainly, look like they expand beyond the um, the the space, lead into the space which, uh, as attendees, we consider the tent space. It kind of um, leads further out. Um, what has Comic Con considered in terms of how attendees? Um, certainly, because obviously, like I said before, we're not the only convention that comes to uh, the convention center, but we do have those specific kind of. Demands in terms of lines and queues have, were those determined in the, the design process and when uh, the, the the construction goes ahead? Because obviously in 2014, um, it, in like I say, dream scenario, breaking ground.
1: 2015, um, we're looking at a construction construction site. Are you? I'm sorry. So are you asking? Did the designers take into account? Uh, our needs for lines and things of that nature. Well, well that as well, and and what have, uh, com- Obviously, you've seen the uh, the project
0: um, uh, pictures as well.
1: Um, right. I, I I don't know that the I don't know that the uh, designers took into consideration Comic Con's specific needs, and I, I don't know that it would be appropriate for them to. Uh, because, you know, you, uh, just having expanded convention center doesn't mean that Comic-Con will stay in San Diego. Uh-huh. There are economic and logistics uh, um, factors that, that still need to be addressed. It would be awful, I think, for the, 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 any designer or the center to say, okay, this is what Comic-Con needs. We're going to build this. And then, you know, uh, uh, Comic-Con not be able to get agreements with hotels or, or other areas or whatnot, and then we'd have to leave that would, I think, put them in a bad place. I think what they did, and again I'm speaking anecdotally just from what I've read through the papers and whatnot, is they put for the design that would utilize as best they could the space that they have to expand um, a- allowing for public uh, access to the waterfront and park space as well. And the designs that we've seen and I should say that the designs that we've seen change from time to time. With the last designs that we've seen look to be amazingly um, conducive for our event and I think similar type of events you know there's a proposed park on top of the facility you know that could typically be used for for lines or or other things that we now do in the park space you know at the end of the convention center again we don't have an official proposal of what the design will look like I don't yeah. know if they I don't know if they actually have one. But these were suggestions and ideas that were, were put forth and from what we've seen, uh, it all looks really good. Sure.
0: Now, obviously, you know, to go back uh, to the, the last point, um, you were talking about um, CC, uh, Comic-Con's plans um, while the construction took place. Has Comic-Con considered um, moving out of San Diego Convention Center while the construction happens?
1: Well, you know, I don't, I don't know that anything is off the table. You know, um, it, it's not, it's not as easy as, as uh, just doing that for any number of reasons. A lot of facilities book space years out. So, as you know, we've had issues with uh, Moscone. Moscone is going through a uh, major uh, renovation right now, so we've had some issues with that in WonderCon. I don't know that Comic Con could pick up and go to Los Angeles or Anaheim or. Or another city for three or however many years, four years or whatever, uh, and and even if if we were to do that, you know, would uh, the city you know welcome us back um, with the facility finished? I, I don't know. Again, nothing's off the table. I don't know that. I know that that uh, people outside of the organization have suggested that, and we listen to all suggestions. And you know, uh, but at this point, I think uh, the decision by the Coastal Commission was so recent. That um, you know, the board hasn't even—I don't think the board's met since that time. So I think a lot of this stuff is probably still premature. But I would—I would venture I would to say that nothing is off the table.
0: Well, I'm having a, a conversation with uh, the convention center next Wednesday and holding a hangout, and hopefully one or two of those questions will uh, will come up as well. Um, we are taking questions. Who are you, who who are you be chatting with over there? Uh, this would be Stephen and Steve I get Stephen Johnson yeah. who I'm going to be speaking to next Wednesday so I'm Great. looking forward to that conversation I think it's going to be uh, interesting to see it from the convention center's uh, perspective as well I Absolutely. think that, that should be a, a, a interesting conversation uh, we're obviously taking questions from uh, youtube and also from the google plus page uh, let's go to uh, youtube uh, we have had a conversation uh, a, a comment sorry uh, from don uh, dominic rand um, let's uh, put that on the screen it's really uh, quite a, a straightforward question in terms of um, the question is asked um, for yourself, David. If the convention had rejected the expansion, had you ever considered moving the convention due to increased demand? So I th- that's a great I think question.
1: That's a great question. I, I think it would have made it a lot more difficult for us to entertain staying, only because right now, you know, we're flat on attendance, both you know our attendance and our and our exhibitors. We have a about a 300 wait list of exhibitors who would like to exhibit it at the show but we don't have the ability to, co- to accommodate them because we just don't have the space. If the Convention Center, if the Coastal Commission had said there's no possibility of an expansion, uh, you know again in the short term we never really uh, made our decisions based on that expansion but at some point I would think probably the next couple of years we probably would have had to say okay this is a reality. How do we want to move forward? And I'll be honest with you, I don't think anybody ever entertained the negative just because it would be something that, you know, we could deal with <laughs> at a little <minute> <laughs> date. To be honest, there's, there's so wow. much going on with just trying to get the shows together uh, in the short term. Wow. But that's a great question.
0: Uh, thank you very much indeed to uh, Dominic for getting that in. Um, have we got any questions from um, our Google Plus? I think our Gu- Google Plus... Do
1: we have like three people party. watching us or how many people... <laughs> we have
0: we have um, 30 people watching us at the oh, moment great. live. So it, it's, it's great to have them joining around. It is. Um, uh, thank you very much indeed for uh, joining us. Um, so I'm just trying to see what other questions... Because I want to keep this... I think we've pretty much covered more of the... The, certainly, the basics in in terms of what uh, CCI's um, demands, so if if not demands, requirements of the Convention Center.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, you know, the the, the 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 shorter answer. I wouldn't say short because it's never a short answer, but I think the shorter answer, a solution, really is, you know, until such time as the expansion, until such time as a new facility exists, you know, can we make what we have work? And that's really the question, and that that boils down to Can we have additional space to the hotels for the full run of the show? You know, Comic-Con runs from Wednesday till Sunday night. I mean, Sunday's a full day. Can we have hotel rooms or ballrooms for all days, you know, and hours of the show? Can those hotel rates remain at a, a, you know, reduced rate than what they could potentially get? The hotels have done a great job. Um, While the hotel room rates are not inexpensive, uh, the hotels could... Could easily charge a lot more than they do, and we're really grateful for that. <coughs> Pardon me. So we want to see if that's something we can continue, and just you know our relationship, <coughs> our relationship with the city. If we can keep so you all go, of that. Do you want really to take well, a glass
0: of water. Are you okay?
1: You know, thank you. But but if we can do all of that, then I think we'll we'll be fine.
0: Excellent. Um, we have got ourselves um, a, couple, a couple more questions coming through. Um, this is something I think the main concerns certainly from the attendees are the the running of the convention while the construction is actually happening and once the construction is finished w- where Comic-Con goes from there um, we've got a question from Michael P who's come in um, which is, uh, turns around and says, will the attendance increase after the expansion, that space that's opened up um, will there be the ability to, um, to add more um, available tickets, oh sorry, badges to the, um, uh, to the, to the convention?
1: You know, without, I mean, this is a speculation I I really don't like to speculate, but I would assume yes. I mean, if we have, uh, the the expansion is talking about having contiguous space, meaning it's all together. If we can increase and accommodate additional exhibitors, that means that we would have additional floor space that people can mill around in. That additional floor space and additional meeting rooms ideally means that we could probably accommodate more people as well so um, a cautious answer would be yes I, I think we'd be able to uh, be able to accommodate more people.
0: I think it's also a case of um, uh, Comic Con filling the vacuum. I think there's always going to be the ability to um, to, to, to fill the space that's
1: provided. Um, yeah, I mean I- one of the things that we've really, you know, one of the things that, that's always happened with Comic Con, and this is true since we first started we don't start big and try to fill that space. We've always started small uh, and then grown out of necessity. Uh, you know, the fact that we have three hundred exhibitors is, is something nobody wants to have. You you wish you could accommodate everybody, but um, you know, those are three hundred exhibitors that you know are pop culture exhibitors that you know are germane to our mission statement and what it is that we do. Um, and not being able to accommodate them, you know, is kind of you know. Not a good thing for us. That's why we have some of the stuff outside. And uh, but you know, hopefully with the expansion, we'll be able to uh, welcome even more people and exhibitors.
0: Okay, um, I'm going to have to ask you a couple more questions, but um, one last one certainly related. I've got to time, the...
1: so if you've ah, got
0: time, um, uh, I do want to wrap things up. So we are going to uh, we're going to um, we're going to uh, wrap up very quickly, uh, very shortly. Uh, just a couple more questions uh, that have come in, but first, uh, certainly, I do want to ask. Um, you've obviously seen the plans. You've seen the uh, the design that uh, they want to put forward at uh, the convention center. What part of the expansion are you most excited about personally? Is there anything that you just looked at the pictures and gone, "I like the look of that"?
1: It, it, it looks beautiful, uh, it does, you know. It. And 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 there is this like you know five acre uh, park on top, which I think is really amazing. It can be utilized in, in a number of different ways. So. You know, I think it'll be, uh, already I think the convention center is a beautiful facility. It's right on the bay, and now you're going to have a place that's even larger still. Uh, They're proposing uh, retail components and things of that nature. So it's almost as if the facility itself will be a, a destination facility also.
0: Yeah, I think also the, the way that um, the design has taken in that bayfront and uh, just makes it um, a, such a feature, I think, it, I think you're right, it is a, a gorgeous design. Yeah. Okay, so we've got one or two questions coming in from our uh, comments. Um, first of all, I think uh, a lot of people are very interested in um, the pre-reg sale mm-hmm. and um, any plans that are uh, due for that. Somebody, I think you're I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll be losing you, David. I, 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 yeah, I think yeah, so. I, I, okay. Um, obviously, um, a lot of people are very um, interested as to when that's going to uh, take place. I'm presuming that uh, there's nothing in in stone yet. There's nothing going to be
1: right. And as you know, because because uh, there's you know there ends up being a little bit of, a, of a, a lot of excitement around that. We try to notify people. You know. When we have everything in place and mm-hmm. try not to build too much hype for it, I think one of the problems that we've experienced in the past was, um, you know, media, local, and even national had done, you know, a big focus on, you know, badges are going on sale this day, this day countdowns and stuff, and creates a little bit of a hype. And we're trying to, you know, I don't know that we can ever be low key about it, but uh, we'll announce as soon as we have all of our ducks in a row, and um, you know, rest assured, you know, we'll we'll try to do the best we can. We certainly had challenges in the past, and I'm sure will in the future. But you know, it doesn't mean that we're not working on trying to make it as smooth as we possibly can. Right.
0: Okay. We have a question from Into the Blue, Mister. Um, the question is: Are we still going to need our badges from last year for this year uh, for next year's ticket sale?
1: I would hold on to those. You know, one of the things that we're really trying to do is to. To mitigate uh, counterfeiters and uh, people who bring up, uh, you know, resell their badges, things of that nature. Because what ends up happening, I mean, it, it may seem like it's a, an innocent thing to give your badge to someone else, or, but, but a lot of times or duplicate that badge. But you know, we really are, we really maximized the attendance at the convention center. So when two or three people come in on one badge. Um, It means when the fire marshal starts looking at the floor and saying, we're getting overcrowded, it could mean that somebody who has a legitimate badge can't get in. And we never want that to happen. So, yes, you should always hold on to your badge. On the short term, anyhow, uh, I think it will be really, really helpful for you to do that.
0: I think a lot of us actually keep all of our badges as souvenirs anyway. So um, I I, I certainly have a fair amount hanging from the uh, the (laughs) I I I do as well. (laughs) well. Okay, um, we do have... Let's uh, have a look at this question. Uh, This is a question from uh, Christiana uh, on YouTube. Um, Let me just uh, put this on the screen. Hi, Christiana. The the rumours about Artist Alley is that it is dwindling to give room for more movies, booths, and merchandise. Now, if this is true, will this trend continue with the expansion, or will Artist Alley be given the opportunity to grow again? That's not true. So, uh, go ahead. I actually... um, uh, from attending Comic-Con this year, I actually saw, I saw a lot of support for Artist Alley this year. So um, certainly with the way that the, the layout was, I thought it was a very uh, prudent use of space, especially with moving the uh, the games and the um, the, the, uh, the electronics section down the, uh, the bottom end of the, 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 the room. And I thought Artist Alley was supported very, very, very strongly.
1: Well we're really lucky that you know, Art has really helped to uh, kind of bolster those people in Artist Alley. Uh, it's very frustrating when... Um, and was it Christiana? I, you know, I think she, she brings up a good question because I think a lot of stuff gets thrown out there and you know it's not always possible for us to answer every question right away so I'm glad she asked this but the space of Artist Alley has, has absolutely uh, nothing to do with the space for movies, toys or games. The floor is set up in such a way as there are uh, neighborhoods, if you will. Uh, If a movie studio came in and said, hey, you know what, we want to take up Hall G, they couldn't uh, because there's other stuff in Hall G. Uh, You know, Comic-Con has always been uh, a diverse uh, event. Diversity in terms of the attendees who come, we welcome everybody. I uh, expect everybody to behave appropriately, and 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 you know they they usually do, and everybody has a really good time. Diversity in types and type of programs that we offer, and diversity of floor. It wouldn't make sense to eke out some people for something else. And you know what? I'm sorry. I think that that the, a lot of those people in the Artist Alley are really you know almost having a renaissance. I think people really enjoy Artist Alley. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense for us now. Granted, um, I think that space is free or at a discounted rate. But you know, you'll know from how we operate that the bottom line, and, and my bosses will probably kill me for this, isn't always the, the 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 driving factor for us. It really is our mission statement. So is <clears throat> artist Alice dwindling? Artist Ali dwindling because of movie studios? Absolutely not. I think and, I think
0: the concern was that it was possibly being um, moved out of the way in term in preference. But I, I personally didn't. Well, see you know, it,
1: this year, if you'll know, we moved. Um, uh, we're always experimenting with the floor as well. This year, we moved uh, uh, some of the gaming stuff to to I think Hall A, uh, and people seem to enjoy that. So, you know, the floor configuration changes from year to year, and and it, it just like when you go into um, any kind of a, of a retail outlet, you know, you change merchandise, you restock, you move things around. It doesn't mean that you're getting rid of anything. It's you, you're just hoping that you can uh, attract more people to something that they may not have, have, have noticed before. So we're always playing with the floor, but it doesn't mean that we're, we're trying to get rid of anything. Excellent.
0: Right, I think we'll wrap up, and I think it'll be with the one last question, uh, certainly relating uh, to merchandise. And this comes from Michael P. on YouTube. Um, where do we get the Comic-Con coffee mug?
1: which I suspect <laughs> that you've just been uh, drinking from. Um. You know, I have to tell you, it was uh, we had tried different mugs before. We had tried uh, ball caps, and none of them really seemed to sell. Nobody really seemed to, to, to care about them. So we have, like, you know, a stack of mugs. And they're very nice. They <laughs> Do have you another, have a warehouse full of these? <laughs> well, you know, I think a warehouse is probably, like, you know, 15. Um, so it's a very tiny warehouse. Um. I don't know. You know, there's been a, a talk maybe merchandising some of this stuff, but I don't know if there's an interest for it. Maybe we'll make you know some of them available at the show and see if, if they sell. Uh, I, I, uh, they're I'm very just, fragile, I'm so I'm just
0: using a a a, a pint glass for my water at this point. So Probably. Uh, yeah, it's just <laughs> a big. Uh, so I think I I I personally would like a a comic con coffee mug. That
1: would be fantastic. Well, let me make a note of that. A comic con mug for Leonard.
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, oh, I would love to have that. David, thank you very much indeed for your time. Thank you very much indeed for um, being so forthcoming with your answers as well. Um, Always a pleasure. I'd like to thank everybody for uh, taking part um, on the comments. And I really do hope that this has been uh, an entertaining um, a, a half an hour for you. This, you know, um, and,
1: and if I can just say really quick, I know you you want to wrap up, but you know, thank you. You know, uh, personally, also for me, thank you for all the people who were watching this. I hope that you know it wasn't you know uh, a half an hour of your life wasted. Uh, and thank you very much for the questions. We really appreciate it. I I, I love being able to uh, to do this type of thing. And Leonard, thank you for for you know setting it up. Thank you very much indeed.
0: Right, this video will be available to be viewed on the Comic Con. Um, Uh, Google Plus page. Um, Once again, thank you very much indeed for your time. And uh, we'll hope to speak to you again soon. Take care. Bye bye.